Meanwhile in the pod cave. Welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. Podman Ron. And uh, both uh, Brian and Podman Ron out on location tonight. You, you guys are out and about playing Fast and Furious, I imagine. Are you going to be playing chicken here, or what's what's going on here? I rode Fast and Furious. Uh, you, you, you've been to uh, an amusement park of sorts. Yeah, we're uh, we're Universal. All right. It's spring break, so we uh, we hit the parks. Hit the parks at spring nice. break. I've not. Uh, nice. I've thought about going to Universal this year, but I think we'll probably wait another five or ten years. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 appeal of uh, amusement parks does not amuse me. No. Nah. Yeah. Uh, Brad, you gotta you gotta let the kids go while they're at this age. It's a good age for them. It's a Universal. good age for them, not for me. That's the problem. Oh, dude, Universal is great. Can you drop them off? Is that cool? Or Sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, they'll be fine. Yeah, they'd be all right. Be all right. You little pedophiles there, but, you know. Uh, we don't talk about those. Yes, uh, uh, Fast and Furious was a great ride, and then they're doing the new... Uh, I think in June they opened a new uh, Harry Potter ride that's taking the place of the uh, Dueling Dragons. It's, uh, it's like Hagrid's motorcycle, like flying through there. So it's oh, technically cool. a, a Sirius Black's motorcycle, but pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, very good. Well, maybe maybe that'll entice me to to uh, come down there. But probably not. Probably not. I'm not. I never did. I never. You know what? As I never got into Harry Potter either. <laughs> I've tried. Harry Potter was great. I've seen most of the movies, I think. Uh, but yeah, never, never really did anything for me. Harry Potter's good. The uh, new stuff, not so much. No. No, I didn't. I think I saw the first one, but not the uh, second one. Yikes. It's too crazy. It's like they're trying to create a, a backstory that just didn't need to exist. Well, what's so sad is it's there. The world is there. But it's like they can't, I don't know, make it interesting. You know, it's like they, this is, <laughs> it's just garbage what they're putting out. It's terrible. So. All right. And Podman Ron, you're, you're out there on the streets, too, acting like Vin Diesel. Now are you? I am. Uh, are you more like Universal? But you know, I'm just out. out you're more. Out. But you're more of the Rock than Vin Diesel, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm more Rock man. Well, who is it? All right, I just no, checking. No, just checking. What news we have? Uh, we do have a little bit of news, and we've got some uh, some great trailers to review. <laughs> Uh, the the Podman uh, trademark trailer reviews and uh, a couple of quick movie reviews. I think we've all seen a bunch of different movies out there. Uh, news-wise, though, I guess the big news 
is that uh, may, the X Men and the Fantastic Four and Deadpool maybe come into the the Marvel Cinematic Universe a little bit a little bit sooner rather than later, maybe. Yeah, but they said the earliest would be twenty twenty one, right? <laughs> uh, God help us. No, uh, do you think we're still going to be doing the podcast then? That's the question. Yeah, absolutely. Who would have thought we'd be doing the podcast? Well, two of the three of us will. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. That's not still a high number to me, Brian. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think if we just tell Podman Ron that he's we're recording and then just kind of drift off and let him go on, it, you know, it'd be about the same. <laughs> Probably. What so. I thought was uh, interesting today uh, on the uh, Walt Disney uh, corporate website now, there's uh, – with all their characters is uh, Bart Simpson and Deadpool and a couple of other <laughs> yeah. yeah a couple of other Fox's uh, character is now high you know headlines their uh, their front page of their website yeah along they, with they, Mickey Mouse and all their characters they had their best Photoshop people working overtime on that man I tell you they got that out quick I was like shit they were ready well, to go. Uh, it only took them like uh, two years since the movie was a bit to Photoshop it together. They knew that merger was coming through. I don't think they were worried about a mock-up, you know, getting trashed. They were in the of Photoshop oh, it Yeah, but I'm just, I think it's just kind of funny that, you know, that, that just that, that switch. Quick like, here we go. So throw that on there really quick. So what movie uh, is being proposed as the, uh, the new that's going to make it first in the Marvel Universe? Fantastic Four or X-Men? Or do we know? Oh, I'm, you know? well, the, the thought process, or the thing that I, I don't think it will be Fantastic Four being what spearheads it. I think it would be Dr. Doom spearheading it. I think if um, you're losing, if, I think if you're losing Tony Stark, right, it would be kind of right. cool and poetic to do Dr. Doom as the, you know, the anti-Tony Stark um, and then have that be the the Avengers villain and then dovetail into Fantastic Four. Hmm. That'd be kind of cool. And plus, that's a different type of villain than what we're used to. You know, everything's been leading towards Thanos. You don't want another big... Well, honestly, I guess part of the universe is heading cosmic, but it would be nice to have that grounded universe. Uh, If the Avengers are going cosmic, have that grounded universe around Doctor Doom being the villain. Which is exactly what we were saying, so I think they're listening. They're listening. They not may, they may not be responding to us on Instagram. Asking you know when when we're asking people to vote on trailers and stuff like that. People aren't people aren't responding outwardly. Uh, but uh, sounds like Disney may be listening to us. Well, let me ask you this: Is uh, what do y'all think is going to spin out of the Infinity War on Phase Four? I mean, because you know they they kept that little real tight to the chest of what they're going to put out there and they're waiting for it after infinity war. So they're going to put out a, you know, can, can they have already filmed something to do with 20th century Fox, like a a fantastic four or something, even though they didn't exactly own the rights to it. Now now that they own the rights, they can show it. So they do that. Well, you've got, you've got a couple of moving parts. Like, yeah, they could quickly throw together, like, a post-credit scene. I mean, the, the first Avengers movie, with the whole Swarma scene, that wasn't filmed until, like, nope, two, you're, you're breaking up the release. You're breaking up there, right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the, the Swarma scene was filmed yeah. about two, three weeks before release. 
So yeah, they could throw something together. And, and, and John Krasinski and Emily Blunt have said they want to be Sue Storm and Reed Richards. And you know, they're buddies with all, with all those different actors and filmmakers right. and all. So it'd probably be something that's easy, pretty much, you know, cut and paste in if they wanted to. But I think it would be, I would, I think I would like it if, uh, at least with, uh, Endgame that it ends with that. You know what I mean? There's no after credit scene that's going to lead into the next. I think it would be nice just, just ending, you know? With, with no, the, with the infinity saga as they've now called the past, you know, 30 movies and everything, the whole thing or the infinity saga. Um, you know, let it kind of stand completely by itself. That's, that's my thought. Uh, I, I kind of I'm wanting to tease into Phase Four. Well, I think and I kinda, the Phase Four I don't think that has to be considered part of Phase Four. I think what we're getting Phase Four is they've already seen Eternals, Black Widow. Um, I think we're getting Novacore. I mean, I think that's like the worst kept secret of all. Uh, I think honestly, if they wanted to, after you know, we're getting Guardians will be part of, of Phase Four, but they could do a hodgepodge team and make it. Uh, which is kind of, it's a funny name, but the, you know, they, the, they've had a comic several different times called the Asgardians of the Galaxy, where you could have like Beta Ray Bill and, right. and trade out different, you know, characters and kind of, you know, if you're not going to have Thor, be, have Beta Ray Bill, could, you know. That could be their Thor 4. Yeah. But they, but merge in like uh, some of the best you know uh, some of the are the guardian right. characters and other worldly characters into like a almost a suicide squad, a squad time team type team where it's you know well well funny you should say that I I kind of wish they would do something with some of these old uh, villains that they've just got hanging out there that they've never really killed and make a thunderbolts team out of it you know like you've got abomination out there you got the leader out there still you got. Um, Baron Zemo still, and I mean, you could make a uh, a new team of like the and like the Thunderbolts and make it like a Suicide Squad type team. Try to go. Well, I think if Hawkeye had been a bigger hit, we may have. Uh, I think that's that's probably been on the table, uh, you know, in one form or another, multiple times. But I, I think part of it is the weakness that they discovered of of. That Jeremy Renner had created Hawkeye <laughs> and, and Jeremy Renner, yeah. So yeah, was a, if he'd been a stronger character and kind of popped off the screen, I think you'd already had like his either his solo film or, or have him going into Thunderbolts. That would have been but, a cool solo film and have them as their supporting. Yeah, that would have really been really cool. But let him be the leader of a ragtag group of uh, former villains. That that would have been good. He could have been their Colonel Flag, actually. So, I don't know. I'm anxious to see where it goes. I'm, I'm, I, I feel like I feel like we're going to get this huge announcement right after Endgame drops of all these Phase Four stuff. But yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. I think Phase Four is going to be all cosmic, and then Phase Five will be the uh, all the stuff coming back to Earth with X Men and Fantastic Four and all. Or Fantastic right. Four could be the one that kind of bridges it back to Earth from cosmic. But, well, uh, there's there's rumor that the mutants will be spun out of infinity. That the Infinity Gauntlet's going to create mutants. So there's talk about that. So who knows? That'd be good. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Eternals is getting a big push because uh, DC 
um, it was trying to get uh, Genesis and, and about, you know Doomsday and not Doomsday, um, uh, Dark Side and all that. They were trying to get new gods out. So I think Marvel is is pushing Eternals just to get to uh, so honestly get first. Yeah, get there first. So brush DC back off the plate. I'm interested. Uh, can't wait. Can't wait to see how this all turns out. All right. But only a uh, couple of weeks of away. The two, clearly New Gods is a stronger property than Eternals. So, oh, New Gods? Yeah. I, I'm, I've never been a big fan of Eternals. I'm not a big fan of New Gods. I just I just like the concept of New Gods better. I always like that, that story. of just a cooler story. Just that kid, kid swapping story. The kid swapping story, it's awesome, it's actually. Awesome. I mean, yeah, it's really, right. it's, it's yeah really Scott Free is, is, yeah. Mr. Miracle is like one of my favorite characters. Like, period. He's got a cool power set. He's got a cool, a cool origin story. It's a huge universe. It's almost like a Game of Thrones type universe. Great costume. Yeah. Great costume. Pop collar. Does he have a pop, pop collar? collar? Yeah. Does have a pop collar, man. Did, uh, yeah, I mean, but you know, the thing that's funny is, I mean, Joe Schmo, the regular non pod, uh, men listening public out there, no one's heard of either one of them. So it's, you know, it's kind of from a popularity standpoint or success standpoint, it's like, who the fuck knows? You know, they both could bomb or, or whatever because no one's heard of either one of them. I honestly, I know, I know they say, you know, they took a chance on Guardians of the Galaxy and they paid off, but. Man, I think they're taking an even bigger chance with Eternals because well, they after, took a, they took a chance on uh, Inhumans and it bombed. So they're batting that's what I was say. Especially after the chance they took with Inhumans, which is basically the Eternals. I mean, they're the same fucking concept, basically. I mean, they were both had something to do doing genetically enhanced by the Kree. So I. Don't understand why they're trying this. Again. Well, no, the, the Eternals are the Celestials come to Earth. <laughs> but it's free. the same type of okay. But it's I, the I, same I, type of thing. Yes, right. Yeah, they came to Earth and fucked with uh, the genetic of the cavemen or whatever. So it's like, why are they trying this again? Let's just move past it. I don't know. What who was crying for an Eternals movie? Nobody. No, that's that's <laughs> my point. Is is that the only they've said that Ava uh, Devigne or whatever her name is that did uh um she's like an up and coming like director writer they've given her like new gods like that's her pet project so it's literally just Marvel saying hey we've got it we've got our movie making machine in place we can crank this out faster it's just like in the nineties when you had uh. Dante's Peak and Volcano, you know, you'd get those two movies together. It was like, you know, a tornado movie and a hurricane movie. You'd get those movies like where it was like two studios trying to race with a very similar skip, those <laughs> right. to the theater first. So that'd be an interesting podcast if we went and like dug out all those movies where it was like you could tell two studios were just competing to get a film to uh, out first. And both of them were, and both of them were ended up being terrible. So. Yeah. What was it? it? Was volcano and what was the other one? Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. Yeah. 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 I don't know. They try. 
They try. They try. They try. They do their uh, stuff. Speaking of Dante's Peak, we've got a, a new, we've got an official name for the new Terminator movie as well. Dark oh, oh, yeah, I, haven't heard. I saw the article, but I didn't see what it is. What's it called? Dark Fate. Dark Fate. Okay. They're like, all right, next, next news okay. story. <clears throat> Look, can we back up a little bit on this Terminator thing? What, what whoa, is whoa, it whoa. now? I mean, they, they put so many Terminators out and there's been, is the, who's in an act now? Is it? Linda Hamilton. Yeah, of course. Oh, Linda Linda so what timeline are we on? I doesn't mean, matter. So many different timelines. It does, that's the beauty of it. It Oof. doesn't matter, right? Oh my God. I wish they yeah, the last one, John Connor turned evil. So yeah, so it was terrible. It was awful. And they're just. Doing uh, I just wish they just just stop. Just just stop the insanity of quit making these fucking Terminator movies. They're terrible. Nobody, everybody's over it. They've been over it for like twenty five years. <laughs> the last good Terminator movie was in 1992. I mean, stop it. Nobody wants to see anymore. Wow. They can't do them right. They don't. That, that's hurtful. I mean, the technology even sucks. I mean, everything is, just looks terrible. <laughs> Ouch. All right. Well, uh, let's keep that in mind. When, when that movie comes out, Podman Ron is not interested. Not interested. No, no. And Podman Ron ain't going to be the only one not interested. Woo! That's ah, just terrible shit. Dave. <laughs> Stop the insanity. All right. Well, we just come out with something new and original? No. Uh, you want new and original? Uh, uh, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter announcing Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, oh, well, that's what. Yeah. <laughs> is that not good the, for you? The premise is that? Uh, no, I haven't read no, what it, the latest synopsis. All right, it. so so the whole premise is they've aged and they still haven't made their like huge right. hit. They haven't made their huge single. So it's like so it's uh, um, a Bill and Ted face. Uh, the consequences or something like that. Yeah, face the music. Face the music. Yeah, so there's now they're like they're like you know mid forties and they still have they're still uh, like two idiots. Mid forties, my put, ass. They're like fifty. Well, <laughs> can, late fifties. In real time, yes. Like based in movie time, they're not. But uh, but yeah, they're like uh mid forties and they are early forties and they still haven't made their hit that's supposed to save the entire universe and, and create you know galactic unity. And so uh, it's them trying to uh, – it's like a midlife crisis for them. So. Right. I, I like the Bill and Ted movies. I like – I like the second one. So I welcome it. I welcome it. I like them back when then. I think that – I don't know. I need to watch them again because it's been that long since I've seen them. So they're enjoyable. I don't know. I think some stuff should just stay done. Some movies should not be remade. Wow. Right. Speaking of Keanu Reeves, though, yeah, we got our Toy Story four trailer today. Actually, <laughs> our first full Toy Story four trailer. And you know, Keanu Reeves is playing uh, a character in, uh, in Toy Story four. Have you heard this? Keanu? No. Which what's he playing? Duke Kaboom, which. You know, they said nobody saw it, nobody knew what he was. Like, maybe he's a GI Joe. That'd be cool if they did a GI Joe type character. It's not. It's actually, I think it's cooler because um, it's something that's that's definitely our age. 
but he's uh, um, it's basically the evil Knievel toy hmm. from when we were kids. So he's oh, Duke okay. Kaboom. He's Duke Kaboom, and he looks like Evil Knievel. So he's all the you know, or Super Dave Osborne. It's all the red, white, and blue costume, and he's on a motorcycle. But it's that evil. It's the it's an analog of that Evil Knievel toy with the uh, you know the uh, the three sixty turn. But uh, but yeah, he's called Duke Kaboom. So it's pretty cool. That's very cool. But the uh, they're everybody speculating that Bo Peep is the bad guy, and they're getting the which I think they'll do a swerve. But the trailers made you make you think that she's pulling a Lotso or a Stinky Pete, where she's trying to talk um, Woody into leaving Bonnie. So, damn. I don't think, I don't think that's the story. I think they're they'll, it's a curveball. But well, I didn't we'll see the trailer. Yeah, I haven't watched the trailer I either. Yeah, I was. Uh, I didn't know they dropped today, so. I'll have to watch. I'm still not, I'm just not psyched for it this time. I, I just felt like the last movie was a good fitting end. And I think Pixar is going to the well too much with these old characters. It's again, just make, yeah, make something, something new. new. I mean, well, there's another controversy about it because there's a, a clip in it where Andy is spinning around holding as, as a child, is spinning around holding um, Woody and Buzz playing, and he's wearing the the hat, his little cowboy hat, but he looks totally different. And people are getting mad. They're like, he's had a facelift. Well, <laughs> they've kind of touched him up from 1994. You know, the last time we saw Andy was in 94, and the CGI is not as good, you know. Slightly improved. Yeah. yeah, but people are pissed off because he doesn't look like Andy from the original uh, story. You know these people. You can't make anybody I'm happy. Just- I'm pissed off about it, man. I don't know how I'm gonna sleep tonight. No, that doesn't make me mad. Son of a bitch! God bless. That's that's the big controversy about the trailer. That's the biggest controversy in nerd news right now. That is tough. I just honestly wish they just—I don't know—just do something. Pixar hasn't made a new original movie in a while that's really good. That really just—they haven't made their new next Toy Story or their next. You know, Monsters Inc. I mean, it's because they keep going back to the well, making these shitty movies. Well, they did Coco. Coco was good, but you can't have a sequel to it. And then before that was the Good Dinosaur, which was god awful. I heard that. The Incredibles, which was great, but you know, uh, they almost waited, made us wait too long for it. And now Toy Story. I'm not sure what the next one is for next year, though. Have they even announced it? God, I don't know. I mean. It's just kind of sad because Pixar was one of those, you know, things about 10 years ago. Every, I mean, you were excited every year about the new Pixar movie. I mean, it was like, what's the new Pixar movie? You know, what's it going to be? And it was like, Pixar can't fail. Pixar can't fail. And then all of a sudden, you know. Pixar falls. Cars 2 came out. That was the big. Cars Cars 2 was god-awful terrible. And I'm sorry, Monsters, Inc. 2 wasn't very good either. And neither was in... That good dinosaur. I mean, all that shit. I mean, it's like inside. Well, they, inside outside. They went whatever. to the cash grab. Like that was the whole thing. They did. Where, where it fell apart was when Mattel said, "Hey, we've been selling cars uh, like vehicles for eight years, and they're our best-selling product. We need another sequel because we got to introduce new cars to the market." And that's what killed it. 
I mean, it was that was such a terror. And then after that, it was just yeah. Because what was happening is they were still. You're exactly right because what they were Pixar was doing was still making good movies, but they were making like Up, and there was really no market for an old man toy in Up. You know, what I mean, <laughs> right? You can't you can't do toys for something like that, or you know, even Wally. I mean, they made the Wally, you know, figure, but. You could make other action figures from Wally, and you know, so I think they just started gearing towards stuff where they can make action figures and toys from. Right. Such so loud. And I mean, I know everybody loved Incredibles, and I, I'm, I'm I always liked Incredibles, but it's not it's not my favorite Pixar. But Incredibles too, it was it was okay, but it was not, you know the best thing ever and then, like you said I think it's because they just waited too long for it yeah I think I watched about half of it it's on Netflix now so maybe I'll watch the rest yeah. of it but I think I watched the first half of it and then lost interest and walked out of the, out of the room so yeah uh, it just, not quite it just as had good. a weird just had a weird feel to it just wasn't as good as the first one just didn't have that first the, the first one's feel but like Ratatouille. Ratatouille is one of my favorite Pixar movies. Wow. I, I love that movie. But you can't make action figures of Ratatouille. I mean, what? With the rats? <laughs> but, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, they got to go where the money is, right? I know. But Pixar's got to make that, money. But that's, that's kind of hurt their the quality of the movie, though. I mean, you know, I mean. Right, because they're they're losing half of their, their take, right? When you make a good movie, a good animated movie, and it makes, you know, 500 million at the box office. If it's a kids movie, the, the number crunchers are saying, look, you lost $300 million because you didn't have a toy line. Right, right. You lost half your, you lost half your purse because you didn't have a toy line tie in. So. so now they're just churning out garbage. Yeah, so garbage. there you go. I wouldn't say it was garbage, but it's just not the quality. It's media, mediocre, like, you know, not the quality it was 10, 15 years ago, which is a shame. Uh, anyway, speaking of uh, qualities and uh, wonderful toys, maybe we're going to get some good toys out of the new Stranger Things trailer. It's season three for Stranger oh, Things wow, with new, yeah. new monsters or something like that happening. Absolutely love that trailer. I thought I think that looks really good. I, I'm really, I'm really. Well, it's interesting. It's kind of funny that, that like the big sort of backdrop character is the fact that they got they finally got them all. Right. right, I mean, like, right. so, like, when in the '80s, when you when you finally, you know, it was no longer you were going to, you know, Woolworths. You had like, no a, longer like in a, the basement. It was a big deal when they opened the mall. You know, yeah, I, I, it just looked really good. I mean, it just reminded me of those old, you know, Stand by Me and Goonies type movies. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how it always has been. But this this was even more. I mean, it just seemed really, it really brought me back. Those you know days. what's weird is you didn't see um, uh, his um, Will's brother uh, and uh, uh, the girl. You know he got busted for you know trying to bring smuggle coke into the country or whatever. But yeah, I didn't see him in the trailer at all. We saw Steve, we saw Dustin, and we saw Will, and we saw um, everybody else. But you didn't see the older brother and uh, the older sister. Yeah. Maybe they're all. So. 
fight in Vietnam. <laughs> in the 80s, yeah. In the 80s. <laughs> the Iran War Contra. Iran Contra, that's what they would have been doing. Iran Contra. They're doing that. Ah, he's over there. I don't know, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really um, hyped about it. And I yeah, wasn't, you know, I was, I was hyped about it a little bit, but seeing the trailer, yeah, it was a good trailer. I liked it. I'm really looking forward to it. And when does that come out? In uh, July 4th. July 4th, okay. This Which is fitting because it's the, it's, it's the summer. It's the, it looks like it's the whole storyline takes place over the summer, so eh, why not? Why not? Speaking, speaking of Stranger Things tie-ins or, yeah, close enough. Uh, the new, the, the, uh, restricted Hellboy trailer was really good. Have you guys seen that? I did not. The did Red Band Hellboy trailer? Did it, uh, seem a little bit better? Oh yeah, it seemed uh, considerably better. Wow. Does that change your, uh, your, uh, trailer rating? Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it's, uh, flipped to a, uh, it did a, it did a job. I'm at least a four. Wow. If I'm doing this. Wow, nice. Wow. Right, go I'll check out the uh, Hellboy Red Band trailer. I'll have to look at that because I wasn't really impressed with the first trailer. I mean, again, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Just, well, it's just like we've seen Hellboy. We've seen uh, the first two movies are really good, and like I don't want to see a reboot of all that. Like, I just yeah, I rather feel like they're going to make it jump through a lot of reboot. Um, because you, because you're not getting, um, oh, what's his face? I forget his name. The guy that pulled him through the portal. He's not in it at all. I think it's gonna say, I think it's gonna give you a quick recap of where he came from and then just jump into today. And, and, you know, you've got a new, new actor playing, you know, Broom and he's part of BPRD, but this seems like it's gonna be a lot more BPRD heavy. So maybe they're going to build the whole universe and add, you know, Lobster Johnson and, and Abe Sapien back in and, and have like a, what they should have done with the first team. movie. You know, I wish they would have done that, continued that. Just pick with it the, up. Yeah. I mean, cause I, I mean, Ron Perlman was great and so was Selma Blair, everything. That was a great cast. It really was. Yeah. This guy could probably. Pull off more stunts than Rob Perlman can at this age. <laughs> yeah, Man, if they would have moved a little bit quicker though, and kept yeah, Ron Perlman, I mean, that'd be nice. I'll give it a shot. I mean, I'll, I'll go watch it. I just don't think it's going to be that successful. I don't know. I don't know who was demanding another Hellboy. I mean, it's not well, like Hellboy. Here's the thing. If it leads into like an occult Justice League and occult, you know, Avengers because of BPRD. That could be pretty kick-ass. Yeah. Right? I mean, I think that's what they're, what the plan is. So, uh, that's the vibe I get out of watching this trailer. So. I mean, if they could expand the universe, yeah, that, that would be pretty cool. I agree with you on that. But if they just, but I just, again, I don't know how many people are gonna go see it. Oh, uh, well, speaking of go seeing, we've got, uh, Shazam coming up. Uh, Brian, have you already seen it? You're, you're getting uh, an advanced screening? I've got a ticket for Saturday. Saturday. Wow. Right. Uh, you can't spoil it for next week, man. You I say spoil it. Go ahead. Just let no, loose. fuck that. No. No. 
I'm stoked. I'm stoked for this movie. All right. Well, look at that. We got a little excitement. You know, I, I am too, but I've talked to other people that are like, you know, comic book fans, and they're not. They're they're like adamantly like not happy about it. They're like, it looks stupid. It looks too kiddie. I'm like, it looks kind of amusing. It looks kind of fun, you know? I mean, that's something that's That's sorely been missing from DC movies is a sense of fun, you know? Uh, It's Shazam. It's a kid that's got superpowers. I mean, what, what, you want him to be grim and ready? Well, see, I never, I've read Shazam when he was in the Justice League, of course, but I was always confused on, when he turned into Shazam, did he still have Billy? Ba- now in the movie, it's clear that he always he's got Billy Batson's mind. Right. Yeah. But I was never really clear in the comic book. You know, when he was in the Justice League, did he have Billy Batson's mind? Yes. You know, was he a, was he a kid? So the the whole thing in the comic book is Billy Batson was kind of like a prodigy. Like he worked for like he would he was really smart. He worked for like the radio station, like like he was like right. a prodigy, but he was still a kid. So like he was smart, but right. immature. So like when he's Shazam, he's trying to pretend to be an adult. So it's a kid's version of what an adult would be, a macho adult would be. But that was the whole charm of it. Is like you know, the kid, you know, when your kid walks around wearing your shoes. You know, they're toddling around in your shoes. I mean, that's what they were pretending to be that. But that so was like the charm of it. So he's like Prime. <laughs> he's that's what? A good, that's a good analogy. He's like yeah, Prime. Prime is a ripoff of Shazam. Not the <laughs> oh, other I thought, way around. I thought it was the other way around. I thought, no. Yeah, I think Prime came out before Shazam, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Brian won't fall for it. Malibu Comics. That's a deep cut. If, if, one, if we had a listener, and two, if that listener knew who Prime was, <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been a good callback. That would have been a good callback. <laughs> Welcome to the 1990s. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. 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 Vietnam War in 1990. Uh, what else is going on out there? Or anything? Anything? Well, I, you know what? I, I did watch a documentary on. Uh, Wait, are we going into the review section now? Yeah, let's go to the review section. Okay, let's go to the reviews. I watched a documentary. Uh, it was I forget the name of it, but it was about <laughs> the Dana Carvey show. Wow, that sounds interesting. And I had never watched the Dana Carvey. Oh, show. Oh, the Dana Carvey show was great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> great. Well, I was gonna say, hold on a minute. Let's not get all ahead of ourselves. Now it had all these stars on it, like Stephen Colbert was on it, Steve Carell was on it, freaking uh, um, John Glasser was a writer. I mean, it was all these great comedy writers, and they were trying to do like an SNL type skit show, but for prime time. And the humor was just the bizarre as crap. Yeah. But they, they, but the funny thing is they put it on after like home improvement. So like, <laughs> <laughs> then like the ratings, you know, it was like 40 million people were watching home improvement and then like, you know, 90% would drop off when the Dana Carvey show would come on. 
Still, that was it was just not the style of humor that you know the home improvement audience was watching. I remember one skit, and, and I don't remember, but it was like uh, Anna Carvey like was nursing a baby. So, oh, that's the, oh, oh no, no, that's the one that that was. That's what got him canceled, first. I think. No, that was it. Got an apology. That was the very first skit on the very first show, and it was it was Clinton taking hormones and That's uh, right. be more of a a better you know to get rid of Hillary to be more nurturing and like he opens his shirt and he's got like six nipples and they're like putting a little plastic, a baby there and like a cat and a dog and That's right. <laughs> and like people flip the fuck out i mean that's like so the everybody was like oh oh my god i can't believe he did that you know that's not humor that's just you know disgusting blah 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 so like the next episode he kind of did a half-heartedly apology for it you know sorry uh things got a lot of hand or something it was the, the the little sketches that they showed for this documentary that from the show didn't seem very funny to me. It was just that weird, wild kind of crazy humor that probably goes way over my fucking head. But um, but there was uh, one you you've got to consider like the time that it came on, like like the decade it came on, the time it oh, came yeah. on. Oh yeah, that's what. Well, I mean, that's what they were basically, they were basically saying they were trying to copy Fair Not Love, the, the weird, the weirdness, the, the sketch comedies for the late night crowd, but trying to do it earlier, uh, so people could actually stay up and watch it, you know, but, but it was funny. There was, they showed this, uh, scene that was like, they're playing a commercial and it was like on a very special home improvement, you know, <laughs> one of the character's friends died. He's like, Dad, I'm gonna miss them. Tune in for a very special home improvement. All about the Dana Carvey show, and it was just, it was just hilarious, man. You've, uh, but that's a great documentary, and it just kind of just tells how, like, in six episodes, that it was had all this talent, but they canceled the hell out of it. Well, all right. Well, I, I, I can, can you? I've seen. I've seen a couple of documentaries. One of a Netflix documentary on uh, the book *The Little Prince*, the French book, child childhood French book. You ever that ringing a bell with anybody? What the hell? I've seen the movie that was on Netflix, which was really good. Yeah, the, the movie was not too bad. Uh, but so this is you know learn a little bit more about the uh, the uh, the effect, lasting effects of the fr- the French Prince as. Uh, Podman Ron may remember the Fresh Prince, not the Little Prince, but the Fresh Prince. Uh, wicka, and, then, wicka, wicka, and then we actually went to uh, go see an IMAX movie of, of uh, Apollo 11. It was pretty cool. It was just no all used like just clips of stuff with no narration or whatever to tell the story of Apollo 11, even though I've stood up and yelled fake a couple of times, but, uh, uh thank you, Brad. Got kicked out of the movie out. theater, but, uh, I'm glad it was you called him out on that bullshit. Uh, it was total. I mean, you could see, you could see it was fake. Fucking 1969. And, uh, they're mm-hmm. claiming they taken all these beautiful pictures on the fucking moon. Come no on, way. man. No way. Well, uh, there's a, you, what you should do is watch, uh, cause I did see this. It's not a documentary, but it kind of fits in that same category, but, uh, Adam ruins everything. 
uh, he's got a space landing episode, oh. and he talks about the cost it would take to actually produce those photos in a studio um, right. because of the lighting, the way the lighting appears throughout the entire, um, the, the, the way the light is diffused through all the photos. All right, Podman Ron, those are on Netflix so, as well. Check out Adam what Ruins Everything. What? What'd you say? <laughs> oh. Podman Ron's talking to his robotic car again. Can you hear me? Yeah. Is Brian there still? I don't know. Did we lose Brian? Oh, I guess we did. Uh, Did you hear him talking about uh, Adam Ruins Everything? There, you, you know what? There you fucking go, man. He sits there and he starts talking about the uh, moon landing, and someone snipes yeah. him. I let me see if I can even dial him back in. I'm not really sure. Let me. I'm going to uh, try to call Podman uh, Brian back and see yep. if he's still alive. Hold on a second. Let's see. This could be very interesting. If if no one picks up the phone, then we will Hello? assume. Oh, you're okay. I'm back. Okay, well, uh, let me let me dial uh, Podman Ron back. Podman Ron, we do have Brian on the phone. He is alive. All right, good. I'm here. I mean, Pod Podman Ron. Again, people people think PMR is a little nutty, but I mean, there is some. You know, he's nutty for a reason here, people. He's wearing his alum- his uh, tinfoil hat for a reason here. We start talking about the fa- the government faking the moon landing, and all of a sudden, the phone cuts out for Brian. Coincidence? We thought maybe somebody no. took you out. But I'm the one defending the government. So I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. They they were just trying to cut the conversation off, they and they've done it before. Man. They have done it before. They've done it. Two, they did it to us two years ago. They don't that's like us talking about it. Yeah. If this if this episode goes uh, missing, we've got a major problem. Yeah. But uh, we'll know. But uh, yeah, yeah. They they definitely cut the apologist. So. Uh, so the, yeah, so you need to check out that episode. I think there's a uh, there's a documentary on Netflix as well, something about the uh, moon landing or something, the conspiracy, about the fake moon landing, the fake moon landing. Uh, Brian, have you seen any good docs recently? Not documentaries, uh, but I have to check out a new Sorry, our documentary corner here. No, no docs. I will say, you know, anybody that hasn't seen King of Kong, that's the greatest documentary I've ever watched, period, or none. So I've never seen it, but I need to check it out. You need to watch King of Kong. That's fantastic. I I still say Dear Zachary is my favorite all-time documentary. It's a very, very sad documentary about child, or, yeah, I guess somebody's, yeah, child killing. But it's a good documentary. (laughs) It's no chasing Neverland or uh, leaving Neverland. Are we going to are we going to talk about leaving Neverland on the podcast at all? You think? I need to watch that. I've never haven't watched it. All right, it may change your opinion, or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. We don't. Well, I think to... it would only underline his opinion. <laughs> uh, no spoilers on this, but uh, yeah, it could change your opinion quite a bit of Michael Jackson. Uh, you know, the other thing that I watched a couple of episodes of, I turned on, uh, fired up the old Hulu and watched a little bit of Shrill, I think. Was that the name of it? Uh, AD, AD, what is that? AD I, Bryant. I saw it advertised, but I don't know what it's about. Uh, it's, it's totally up at your alley. It's about a young, overweight, single girl and her, you know, trials and tribulation of living in Portland, I think. So, yeah. But she lives in apartment 23. 
<laughs> no. And she's done the debate. You should watch that show. That was a good show. Uh, but yeah, yeah one day you'll watch it and you'll go, I was wrong. That was decent. <laughs> I, I enjoyable. Uh, what else is going on? I watched a little bit of Doom Patrol. I thought that was enjoyable. Doom Patrol is great. Yeah. How'd you see that, Brad? I found my ways. I have sundry means of watching things without paying for them. I like to call them my sample things. If I like it, I sample a product. If I like it, then, uh, you know, I'll buy it. Yeah, did you make it through the first two episodes, Brad, of Doom Patrol? No. Uh, the second episode's better than the first. All right, well, that says a lot. They're they're letting Alan Tudor, like, just run rampant. He's fantastic. So. Uh, but, no, I enjoyed it. I just uh, haven't had time to watch them all, but it's good. Uh, what Breaks else? the fourth wall. What else? Uh, I, uh, I did have that uh, uh, Love, Death, Robots. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I was and, thinking of. Anthology series from David Fincher on Netflix that launched this week. So it's all, you know, it's all different. It's all animated. There's one episode that's heavily, it's, it's split between live action and animation, but, uh, it's all got an animated component. All different directors and, and writers. And, uh, some of them are, you know, like with any anthology, some are, they're all like seven to, 20 minutes like they're yeah. they're quick watches but uh the shining star of it is an episode called suits which is kind of like the iron giant meets aliens okay. it's it's fantastic the animation's great like uh i'm sure whatever studio did that is going to get some sort of major motion picture center um, yeah, it's, it's very, very good. It's, it's about these farmers and, uh, there's an alien attack. Oh, okay. I did see that. Goes, In the mech suits? Go, yeah, they've got mech suits. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Suits yeah. kind of look like tractors and all. Yeah. Yeah. No, that like, was good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, uh, that was by far the best episode. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure that animation studio will end up getting work somewhere or that. Yeah. Because yeah, the animation was spot on as well. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Podman Ron, any interested in an animated anthology series, kind of like heavy metal? About robots? A little bit like What's heavy metal. What's it called? Love, Sex, and Robots or something like that. I don't know. You know I'm Love, not, Death, and Robots. Love, Death, and Robots. I'm not really a fan of anthology series too much. I mean, I like some episodes of Black Mirror. That's pretty good. But I'm more of a – I like – you know, universe building stuff. I like continuity and stories that kind of anthology just kind of, you know, kind of hit and go. And I don't know, you just can't, can't get into them too much. So I may but try you it. Have to. You can check it out and then stop. I know. That's what I like about it. That's why my attention stands so uh, short nowadays. That's the only thing I can watch is anthology series. Uh, but, you know, one thing that maybe a world building, a new, World building, and I know, uh, Brian, I'm sure you'll have plenty to do, to talk about it because you're, you're all fall in this world of wrestling. Um, uh, and have went to, a, you know, several live events and everything, but, 
the surprise here is Podman Ron. You actually uh, went to go see uh, Fighting the Family, the movie. I of- did watch the Fighting Family. I knew, knew nothing about any of these people. Yeah. Other than The Rock, and uh, is that the, the only good. is that the only reason you went to see it is because The Rock was in it? Actually, you know, it was part of it, but the trailer looked good. It was amusing, and I uh, went and watched it. And it was it was a good movie. I mean, it was probably a. I'd give it a four, maybe. Yeah, four. Wow, it was one of those, wow. that's it pretty was high. One of those feel good type movies that you watch it and you go, oh, that's kind of good. That's kind of you know, it's kind of like. Uh, a, underdog story and uh, i enjoyed it yeah i did it was good now is it is it based off a real it's not the wwe it right? is it is it the, is okay it is the beginning and brian could WWE. probably explain more of it because i don't even cannot even remember the chick's name but uh now yeah so yeah. down here in orlando uh is the is the um training center for wwe and that developmental team, that developmental group is called NXT, like next, oh, okay. like the next group. It's called NXT. And so that's, and we've been going to those shows. What? For probably about six years. What? Um, yeah. And so the movie is based on, uh, that developmental team and one wrestler in particular, one, one wrestler in particular who's, Whose wrestling name is Paige, um, coming up through that system and then debuting at WrestleMania or the night after WrestleMania. Now, is this one so, of the the ladies that you had on a death pool at one point? No. Oh, okay. And yeah. so that was my first question. Next question, if I'm allowed to follow up, uh, how have you been going to these next generation wrestling events and not been discovered? <laughs> exactly. I haven't been competing in them. I've just been a fan in the stands. No, no, I, I understand that, but I would almost think that they would see, you know, a young, beefy-looking buck like yourself and say, you know what, that guy's got some charisma. We need to get him in the ring. Why? How can you – I mean, you are well-known amongst all the pod people here of being – you know, you are picked out of the audience for everything, right? I am picking up audience. Nickelodeon, yes. uh, Disney, going up on stage, whatever type stuff. Yeah, we got to do Double Bear. So how have you bear. not been picked to go into the ring? What is this? Is, this seems weird. The closest I've ever come was uh, there was a wrestler, um, and he had a lower back tattoo. And, uh, you know, and when you go to these things, you're very, very close. Like, there's, they, they, I think the arena only sits like, you know, 800, 900 people. So you're very close to the action. You know, you're very, it's very intimate. You, you know, you're, you, you, they come out in the crowd, like, you, they make eye contact with you. There's so few people there. You, it's, it's a cool experience. But, uh, this one guy was, uh, he had a lower back tattoo and he's a heel. And so I started chanting, uh, tramp stamp at him <laughs> and everybody began ch- uh, chanting tramp stamp at him and he got really really flustered and uh, finally spun around and pointed directly at me and like you know he's only he's not very far away he's like I'll stamp your tramp wow and then and you know it was so god awful such a god awful comeback everybody just lost it and, you know laughed directly in his face so it was pretty great 
That's the closest I ever came to actually being drugged into the ring. Because he was hot. Wow. But that was it. So is that kind of the story of the movie? Is someone gets drafted in and uh, this Paige character? No, she's a, uh, her family is uh, wrestlers in um, England. It's a family of wrestlers. And so it kind of starts there. And they're doing like the real, real, you know, wrestling out of a, a warehouse. Like the real um, independent, you know, they just promote, you know, by hanging, you know, handing out flyers and stuff. You know, it, seven people showing up for the show, but her whole family does it, and then she ends up getting picked to go to a tryout, and then get wins a contract with the developmental program of WWE. But all of the, um, lots of the wrestlers that you see in the movie are representations of people in the de- developmental program. Which was pretty cool too. And see, I went, I was, we went to NXT when she was a part of NXT. Wow. So we were, we were there like for parts of, of, you know, when this stuff was happening that's documented in the movie. That's pretty cool. Alright. And you, I assume you enjoyed the movie? Yeah, it was a good movie. Alright. And you, Podman Ron, you said you gave it a four, right? Yeah, give him a four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'll throw a four their way. Brian. Four's a good score, but he's acting like that's it's just a you know. Well, it's one of those movies where it's like, I don't know. It's it didn't really have other than The Rock. It didn't have really. Well, it had uh, what's the uh, guy that works with Simon Pegg? Um, Nick Frost. Yeah, Nick Frost was in it, but I mean, and Stephen Merchant's in it. Yeah, it was. It was it was a good movie, but it's not something like in a year from now I'd go, you know, I don't want to watch that Fighting the Family. But it probably is something that if it was playing on TV and it was on, I'd start watching it, you know? See, and what I would love to do is, and Ron, we almost did this about a year ago, but if you're down here, try to get tickets for you to go. I know, I really would. Because you'd have a blast. I th- I, and I did. I really wanted to go because I've always, you know, it's been years since I went to a wrestling match. I mean, that was back in the fucking, back when it was at the Marietta. Do you remember this, Brad? No, I know Brian probably does, but it used to be at the uh, Cobb Center. Center. Oh, yeah. 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 And, I mean, back when the wrestling number one or wrestling number two and you'd go, WTBS would have, I don't know what division of wrestling that was. That was before. It was NWA. Wrestling Alliance, yeah. That was before it all got wrapped up into the WWE or F or whatever it is. But but I, I remember I went to a couple of those, and I, and I distinctly remember getting an autograph by Mr. Wrestler. I think it was wrestler number one that I got his autograph. But yeah. th- those were fun. I mean, I, I remember that as a kid, and that was a lot of fun. Yeah, these are a blast, and and uh, like to go to. I mean, it's, and, and they're all and what we go to are tapings. So I gotta admit, Brian, Brian, back in the day, it was funny when we had the store. Brian, I'll never forget coming in and watching Brian and Adam and whoever else was sitting there drawing a making signs because they were going to the wrestling match. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they would. They were sitting there. They make signs for it. It's great. I was never into it then, but you know I could see the appeal of it. It's worth going. It's worth. It's a blast. I mean, and like tickets are like ten dollars. I mean, it's like a three-hour show. 
it's fantastic. And it's and the thing is, it's all live on TV. It's well, it's not on TV. TV. It's on the 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 WWE app. But you, but it's you know, so you're on. But you can. There's so few people in the crowd. You can see yourself on television, like repeatedly. Wow. So that's that's kind of fun too. After the fact. All right, well, it sounds like maybe you guys need to uh, go to a wrestling event and see if you can score some uh, interviews. Well, or not. I, mean, I would love to. Absolutely. That'd be fun. I mean, I, I'm so, and it's funny, Brian, when you were, when I was watching that movie, I, I kind of suspected that was what you were talking about because they, they were talking about, you know, that, that training center was in Orlando. So I was like, I wonder if that's where, we were going to go that time with Brian. So, uh, oh. You just confirmed it. You just confirmed yep. it. Well, there you go. Another reason why Brian and them moved to Orlando. Yeah, got to get close to that wrestling action. Like, that man, sweet, sweet wrestling. All the world's down there, man. I know. What are? Why are we? Why are we still in Georgia? Oh, by the way, it's uh, sixty-three degrees right now. Huh? So, yeah, for what it's worth. Right, that's not bad. That's not bad. We're starting finally starting to warm up slightly, but you know. it'll be eighty Saturday. Wow, that's pretty God. good. <laughs> Shit, that's too hot. Damn. So, so how did you get to go see Shazam like two weeks early? Uh, I'm a member of the DC. I'm a paying member of the DC Universe app. I'll say that. Because. <laughs> Because not odd. all of us on the podcast are. <laughs> Seems odd. And, uh, I, I'm not even a not paying member. So I, uh, yeah, I got, they send out little newsletter stuff, like what comics are coming out for the week, uh, what the new episodes are, if they drop any, any new content. Like they just launched the, uh, they remastered the Shazam TV show from the seventies. Oh, wow. And threw it on there. But uh, it was it was in the uh, the like weekly update that uh, DC Universe members got uh, could register for uh, early screening of Shazam. So. That's pretty cool. Yep. DC Universe app, it's fantastic. No, Tons of back issues. Special or uh, special programming. Young Justice is excellent. Titans, oh, they, they announced this week that Titans Season 2 is going to have Jericho and, and uh, yes. Deathstroke in it. All right, there, there's a reason to start paying for it. Get that sweet, sweet Jericho. I am I'm, I'm going to have to start paying for this. That curly-haired uh, that, <laughs> Man, you know what? Yeah, he's great. W- w- William Cap from The Greatest American he Hero. He would have made a fantastic a Jericho, yeah. Yep. He they have to explain, you know, why he's, you know. So he's not a teen. Years old, but. He's not a teen titan. Hey, are you uh are you also going to see us this weekend, Brian? Oh yeah, I actually want to go see that. Oh okay. yeah. Now I've heard some mixed reviews. I've heard that uh, the third act falls apart; that it becomes absurd movie, by the though. by the end of the movie. That's but, what do you mean? What do you mean it becomes absurd? It looks absurd, you know. Well, <laughs> exactly. Well, that's, that's the that's the uh, the uh, the scuttlebutt is that it's a you know a good uh, a, a good horror movie until late in the movie it just becomes absurd. Like 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 there's too much of a logic jump by the end okay. for you to swallow. 
Well, I mean, but, if you look but, at if you look at Get Out, that was kind of the same thing. Oh yeah, Get it totally Out, went weird. Yeah. It kind of went weird the third act. I mean, it kind of did a lot yeah, of it, jump, as you would say. It got absurd, but not. I'll tell you what, what is a great. There was like, swamping brains. <laughs> they were swamping oh, brains. I, I mean, I, I'm liking it to uh, Cabin in the Woods. But mm-hmm. Cabin in the Woods, like you, you leaned into the weirdness and the absurdity of it all, and it got and it made it better. Right. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, like you said, uh, with uh, um, get uh, get out, get out. It, yeah, it, they're swapped. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think there's a good weird and a, and a good like absurd, and there's a bad absurd. So. And, and from what I gather, like the reviews are saying, this is kind of a bad absurd. Okay. So, Cabin in the Woods, great movie. That is a good movie. That is a good one. All right, well, that's uh, time to wrap it up. Anything, any lasting thoughts? But, but next week we'll have a, maybe you can give us a non-spoiler review of Shazam, Brian. Would, would that be possible? Yeah, I'll see do what a I non-spoiler? can do. See what I can do. Maybe I'll maybe I'll throw out maybe I'll throw out nuggets of mistruths in my review. Just like a Russo, Russo brothers, yeah. And then yeah, like yeah, maybe. Uh, hey, I'm sorry, I had to answer that before. Oh, you were gone. <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay, we're uh, wrapping up. Now. Out. Never. <laughs> 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 I, I honestly didn't know you were gone. <laughs> we could have wrapped it right there. God damn it! There went my chance. No, we were just Brian's going to give us a non-spoiler filled review of Shazam, but he's also going to throw in some false nuggets in there to see if we can identify what's real and what's not real. Maybe. Oh no! That's you don't. Fun. You don't like the the truth or truth or fake uh, movie review. All right. Well, maybe we'll stick it. We'll we'll stick to a non-spoiler movie review. How about that? Just tell us if you I'll like it, and then we'll then we'll just we'll just give us your rating, and then we'll we'll talk about it when we all see it, or when Lee Bob and Brad will never see it. That's true. All right. So until next time, Brian. <laughs> There's a lot of dead air on this episode. There is. And uh, let me try this again. Uh, Brian, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. I, I was saying was until next time. Did we did we wrap up the get out? Oh, stuff? my God. Yes, we did. <laughs> uh, okay. You may, you may go sure. see us, and that's about it. All right, cool. But until next time. Stay in the podcast.